When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, how about hour number three on a Tuesday? Hope you're having a good one. Nice warm day out there today. Beautiful weather. Leaves starting to turn, or already turned as I was driving in today. We're not exactly known for that in Texas, but there were some leaves turning today. Looked pretty good. Chad and Zay on a Tuesday. Hour three starts with a Zay's choice for a beat. I like this one. Sounds like we're solving crime. (laughs) Sounds like stuff's going down and I'm about to stop it, Zay. What is it? So, we're going to say this is a Master P No Limit beat. Okay. Because the artist, let's just say he could be roommates of R. Kelly. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah. Mystical. Not the best guy. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, and I think he's in for life. Oh. So, mm. big reason why we're playing the instrumental. Okay. This is a classic song, Here I Go. We'll probably be playing instrumentals of him. R. Kelly, Kanye, guys that, you know, we shouldn't be listening to, but the beat goes so hard. Beat and not the words. Beat and not the saying? words. We'll no. accept that. I'll, I'll accept that. I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but I was amazed that my people over at Texas A&M edited Kanye out of their world. They were bringing in the team to a Kanye song or beat or whatever. The... Um, Oh, the one with the, it starts with the siren and then the, oh, eh, oh and then to have all that power. That's oh, power, a, yeah. Power, yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. They would, that's right as the team would come out, I think, and the smoke machines and the whole thing, and they edited it. You just now hear the siren and then they immediately go to something else. So they took Kanye out right after the you know, controversy was going on. So I was a little surprised at that. Yeah, they don't want those problems. Yeah, no, that's cool. I've, it was one of those weird stages where, A, I was just happy that folks at A&M knew who Kanye was. <laughs> and then they followed the story enough to know to get rid of it. I was like, wow, that's cool. I like both of those stages. All right. Uh, lots of stuff going on today. We, um, we got the U.S. soccer team up on Iran. It is 49th minute is what I'm showing here. Yeah, yeah. 49th minute. U.S. up. 1-0 on a Pulisic goal. Apparently there was a little controversy recently in the game where they almost had a goal, but the offsides rule got them. Oh, Lord, don't get me started on soccer and offsides. It's a tough rule. The two things I talk about the soccer people can't stand is the offsides rule and the fact that the clock counts up and never stops. But we won't talk about that today. It's World Cup time. 1-0 as they approach the 50th minute. Tech, uh, the Texas. The U.S. team needs this win. They have to win, not draw. They have to win to get through into the knockout round. England in the 50th minute is up on Wales 1-0. And earlier, Senegal advanced 2-1 with a victory. And oh, the, 
Bup, bup. And the Netherlands in their bright orange, 2-0. They beat the host country, Qatar. And from what uh, Glenn Davis was telling us earlier, if the U.S. gets through, it looks like the Netherlands in the knockout round. Well, that's gross. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to be easy once you get to the knockout round of the World Cup. But anyway, that appears to be the, uh, the possible opponent there. All right, the other thing that's developed today while we've been on the show is some transfer portal stories in terms of the Texas Longhorns. Steve Sarkeesian, earlier in the week, and by earlier I mean yesterday, at his press conference said, yeah, we're going to get into those talks. We're going to start talking to guys about their plans, our plans, how we see things moving forward. And already today you've had some impactful names say that they are planning to go in the transfer portal. Obviously, like our man Jeff Howe reminded us from Horns 247 Go check out their great work on all this. Also, you've got the Longhorn Blitz podcast coming up tomorrow night at 7 with Jeff and Rod and Matt. Uh, but you know, Jeff reminds us, it doesn't become official till Monday, but we are in such a modern social media world. These guys can call a press conference whatever they want. They just grab their phone and call a press conference of thousands of people because that's how many followers they have. So biggest name, Hudson Card. It's not a shocker, Zay, that Hudson Card would end up in the transfer portal. I think most Longhorn fans are going to do nothing but wish him the best, what, two years, I guess, of eligibility left when he gets to wherever he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, and Hudson Card, somebody from the city of Austin who grew up being a Texas fan and wanted to come to the place that he was a fan of, and I think he gave everything he had here I don't think he was given the best chances or I guess the best opportunities but you also got to earn the right to play and Steve Sarkeesian clearly didn't think he did with Casey Thompson when benching him after the Arkansas game he thought that he didn't do a good enough job to keep going and he was kind of in and out the lineup when Casey Thompson got hurt with his hand and whatnot and then we know what happened this season with Quinn Ewers we know what's going to happen next season with Arkansas Arch Manning, yeah. so that quarterback room, it's not getting any smaller. And, you know, Hudson Carr with that ankle injury, what could have been? Could he have gotten us a couple more wins? It clearly wasn't on him, but right. the Texas Tech loss, you know, if he was 100%, could that have been enough to maybe get the Horns another dub? Clearly we'll never know, but, yeah, I hope the best for him. And he gave everything he could here uh, to the University of Texas when he was here. Yeah, there's another guy we're going to mention here that has had some more serious injury issues. But, yeah, with Hudson Carr, there have been those injuries throughout his time at Texas that he hadn't been able to, at times, be 100% healthy like he wants to. So you wish Hudson Carr nothing but the best. Another guy, just hard to think about him without thinking of injuries, is Troy O'Meary. Troy O'Meary has announced that he plans to go into the transfer portal, and if he can find 100% health. Actually, I don't know if he's ever going to find 100% health at this point. But even if he's somewhere along the way, that's a talented guy. So let's see if he can find a spot for her, uh, you know, for him that makes sense. But he's one of those guys that just the promise of it was there, Zay, but it never, it, it just, it never came to fruition. He could, couldn't stay out there. Yeah, and he's a Tom Herman guy. He's not a Steve Sarkeesian guy. So it would have been. 
I don't know what the disconnect was maybe on that front, but like you said, just a guy who couldn't get on the field due to his health. I mean, when you're a wide receiver and a big part of your game is using your legs and you have your ACLs taken from you twice in your young career, that's a lot. That's a lot for a guy who might not even be 21 years old yet. So I I wish the best for him also, and I wish we got to see just a little snippet of him on the field. Yep. Absolutely, I can just see. I can just barely see images of him on the field. Was it twenty one that he wore? Yeah, he looked good in pads. Yeah, right. <laughs> just looked good in pads. Little flashes. That was about it. Uh, so uh, Hudson Card, Troy O'Meary, and the other big name uh, I think would be Andre Karich, the obviously backup left tackle to uh, to Kelvin Banks, and they'd put him in that big heavy package as a uh, you know second or third tight end, depending on what they were doing. Andre Karich, it's good football players, eh? Going into the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, that's a little more interesting because, yes, Kelvin Banks is there, but Christian Jones is leaving. So you would think if I was him, I'm like, okay, maybe I should start working on being on the right side. And clearly they're different positions. And one, you earn a lot more money in the NFL than the other uh, on that left side. But uh, it is a little bit interesting. Maybe he didn't want to try that right side out. Maybe he wants to say, you know, I'm a left uh, left uh, tackle at heart and mm. see what I could do at a different university starting as a left tackle because that's where the money is at on the next level. So yeah. I wish him the best also. So, but yeah, I think that's a little more interesting than the other two that we just named. Yeah, but it, I mean, I, could, I guess I understand that thinking if he's got people around him thinking, hey, we need to focus in on left tackle. Dude, they pay offensive line all across the board, though. Yeah. They pay guards now in the NFL a ton. They pay centers, they pay right, they pay everybody. But yeah, you're right. Maybe you just didn't want to uh, to go focus on uh, on the other side there. Wish those guys the best. Hopefully, they'll find a situation that works for them. You got some other names of guys saying they're planning to go into the transfer portal: Prince Dorba, uh, Derek Harris, uh, Jameer Johnson, as well, and JD Coffey. Uh, all guys that today have said they plan to go into the portal. It will become official on Monday if that is going to happen. So technically, they have until Monday. Steve Sarkeesian's got till Monday. They say recruit till the very ends, eh? Got till Monday to maybe talk these guys back out of the portal. We've seen that. We've seen guys say they're going to the portal, and then they get talked back out. So who knows? Yeah, go see where that money's at. Go get wine and dine if you can. I mean, why not? They're allowing you to at this point. So many players Mm -hmm. that weren't even allowed to take advantage of NIL situations because it was so crazy illegal. And we know there was stuff going on under the table. You know, for damn show, ask, uh, you know, old boy Asili who's in Canton for, you know, (laughs) what he did at SMU. How dare you? I'm just saying, that Trans Am, it was Mm. clean as hell. It was clean as hell. Grandmama loved cars. Grandmama did love cars. what you're talking about. She built that you're thing right, from the right. ground. Yeah. Oh. Eric Dickerson was a saint. He didn't do nothing. He didn't nope. take no money. Nope. So, you know, take advantage of all the situations that you can. And I can't knock these guys for putting their name out there and wanting to be wine and dine. No. I, I, yeah, that's a, it's a good point. It is the college. Uh, the coaches have said it for a while now, but it's college free agency, and it officially opens Monday. And it's going to get wild fast. When we get in here on Monday, there's just going to be names flying everywhere from all over big-time college football. We're going to keep our uh, eyes peeled for that. As long as we're talking money and NIL and college football, um, um, Hugh Freeze is at Auburn. <laughs> Have you computed this yet? Have you really let this sink in on your brain that Hugh Freeze is at Auburn? I mean, this is it sounds like we made it up. 
Say? Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some hoes in Auburn. I don't know. Because oh. well, what they were doing down there in uh, Oxford, Mississippi, when he was there, was pretty foul. What they were doing. Are you referring to the head coach of a Power 5 team using his university-issued phone to contact <laughs> hookers for <laughs> players? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, what about when that same coach ended up at Liberty, the place where the truly twisted go to get untwisted and cleaned, like the AD from Baylor, that he goes to Liberty and got in trouble for using that university-issued phone to contact some university employee that he shouldn't have and it was an improper relationship and she says he was accosting her and, like, stalking her. Yeah. That guy. And Albert was like, you know what? So you could focus on coaching, we'll handle your phones and we'll handle your social media accounts because that's in the contract that he will not be able to handle the social media accounts. Oh, is that right? Yes. Okay. And I don't think he'll be able to handle like phone situations where he could get into sticky stuff like that. Every other phone you saw on the wire, that's what he gets. The 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 flip phone, and he has to snap him in half after every phone call. Yeah, you gotta be smart. You gotta be like how Idris Elba was doing. Idris Elba, he was taking them SIM cards out, taking out the phones, disconnected. It's like, oh no, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh huh. Click, yep. take SIM card out, switch it out. Be like, okay, talk to me. What was that's uh, how you gotta do it? What was the character? Oh, Stringer Bell. He Stringer was Str- Bell. Stringer Bell, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let, just a quick path through the past and back here. He put that class together at Ole Miss. Remember that class he put together? They're pretty good. Saban would have said back then he bought the class. Back then you couldn't do it at all, but he did it anyway, the Kimdichie brothers and all that. And I think Laramie Tunsil was a part of that group. Tunsil has the draft day incident with the gas mask and the pot. Everybody know why that video got out? Because of Alabama. Alabama's biggest rival on earth and the one school that they can't stand to think about being on their level is now coached by Hugh Freeze. If you don't think this is going to get dramatic and soap opera-y, you do not know the SEC at all. This is going to get wild. I just it, it boggles my mind that this is all connected this way and that Hugh Freeze is now in charge at Auburn. Yeah. Can, can he put another class like that together? Could he? Because now he's got whatever it is that's on top of the table now for. Saban and Jimbo and others, because Jimbo's response to Saban's comment should have been, what's he talking about? Buying players? Man, NIL is here. We give them opportunities. What is he talking about? But whatever that is, Hugh Freeze can do a ton more than he used to be able to do. And now he's at Auburn. Yeah, yeah. And probably the best move that the Auburn guys did, including Hugh Freeze, was keeping Cadillac Williams on the staff. Yes, I was going to make sure you he, saw that. Yeah, he's the associate head coach slash running backs coach. And, uh, you know, I felt like he was more qualified than Hugh Freeze or at least give him a shot. But, you know, there's a lot of politics, especially when your rival's Nick Saban. It'll mm-hmm. be a little, it's a little weird seeing Nick Saban on one side and Cadillac Williams on the other. Yeah. It's, it is weird seeing Hugh Freeze on one side and Cadillac Williams on the other. I mean, I'm sorry, and Nick Saban on the other yeah. in the Iron Bowl. But I, I'm glad they kept Cadillac Williams and they're giving him the responsibility that they're giving him. That, that was a good move. But this Hugh Freeze hire... We'll see. Dude, it's wild. And the big, and at the core of it, they will forgive so much with him because of the wins. Remember, while he was at Ole Miss, they beat Bama back-to-back. Back. They beat Bama there. They beat Bama in Oxford. Back-to-back back years. 
He's one of the few he's guys. He's one of the few guys that can say that. Here's another stat for you, Zay. In the past 12 years, Auburn, we know, has won a national title and they played for another. Ironically, Jimbo got him in that one. That's when Florida State won. They beat Auburn that night. There are only five other schools in the past 12 years that have won a natty and played for another. And if we all think about it, we know what they are. They are Bama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, and Ohio State. So there are schools that can talk about wanting to be a blue blood, and we want to hang in the neighborhood, and we want to do this, we want to do that. Auburn has actually done it in these last 12 years. And now they are really telling us all, hey, in this version of NIL, he's gone off and gotten cleaned a little bit. We're going to figure out the phone stuff, like you said. We're going to give him all kinds of rules about the phones, but we are going to bring Hugh Freeze to the Plains and let him go at it in recruiting with Saban and Jimbo and Brian Kelly and all the rest. And we think he can pull this off and get back to where, who was it, Chiswick won the title. Chiswick won the title and Malzahn went yep. to play for it. Think that's right? Good and lost Gene. it. Hanging out with Mac Brown over there in Carolina. It's a wild story. And if you're hanging in the SEC West, you better take notice of that. Because take all the jokes aside, Hugh Freeze is a football coach. Yeah. And it worked big time at Old Miss. Yeah, maybe there's less hoes in Auburn, Alabama than there is in Oxford. <laughs> maybe you. I'll, I'll, you know. we just gotta get the man under control. <laughs> get him under control. The most ironic part of it is can you imagine if he was handsome? <laughs> Like, just think about that for a second. What if Hugh Freeze didn't look like Hugh Freeze? Oh, my God. What if he looked like Lane Kiffin? Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be a serious issue. <laughs> That'd be a whole nother deal. All right, there you go. Some coaching carousel stuff. We got to get to that Dion conversation as well. I'd love to know where Zay thinks Dion is going to end up for next year. Is he going to stick at Jackson State, or is he moving to the Power Five? Let's jump into that next. Plus, it's November 29th. We will tell you why today matters. Oh, there's a big birthday today. Big round number for an actor that Zay and I both dig. We'll tell you who it is coming up. On the horn. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com from the first to the last of it, delivery is passionate, the whole and not the half of it, forecasting aftermath of it, projectile and I'm blast away, accurate assassins, me and Quali close like Bethlehem and Nazareth, after this you be pressing rewind on top of your master this, shining like an asterisk for all those in your gallery, connecting like a red house from the townhouse to the tenor, wow, that's some talent, that's some serious talent right there, one of the most underrated rappers of all time. One of the most underrated rappers of all time. Both these guys. All right, I think I might have heard a word. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can throw a guess that might matter. <sighs> Talib Kweli. That's right. That's him right here. See, I heard the Kweli. I was listening. Yeah. 
And you know what? Hey, shout out to our guy, uh, Eddie Cross, from Fight Night. Eddie turned me on to Talib Kweli year, really? years ago. Super talented. Oh, Tyler God, Kweli, he's so, so good. good. Yeah, yeah. Wow, very, yes. So really who impressed. else is this? It's a, they're in the group. Okay, okay, so this isn't Talib. This isn't not like, by himself. Okay. Um, ooh, see, I'm not familiar with a group he was in. My bad. I got the, so, uh, I got the solo stuff. So I don't know about the group. Well, tell me the group. Black Star, Talib Kweli, Most Def. Yeah, and you know what? And now, now, okay. No, I can see it now because he probably gave me a CD that said Black Star. So he's yelling right now. Chad, don't tell him I didn't tell you Black Star. <laughs> yeah. Talib Kweli, and I heard a New York reference. Is he a New York guy? Yeah. Okay. Both of them. That's a talented dude. I remember Eddie saying the same thing. He's like, hey, man, if you like good rappers, just just listen. Just yeah, listen. Yeah, I don't know if... You call him Most Dev. You call him Yasmin Bay. He goes by both. He's like changed his name. He's a great actor too. That's all the same guy. Yeah, Most Dev, Yasmin Bay, same dude. Okay. So if you same. see like Yasmin Bay in credits or something in the movie, and you'd be like, "Oh, I didn't know Most Dev was in this." Uh, That's why. Oh, okay. He goes by both names. I feel like he just switches them. So Most so Most Dev and Talib Kweli are Black Star. Yeah. When they're together. Yeah. They okay. dropped the album recently. I haven't heard it because. Really? They don't believe in streaming. They think artists get hosed on that, so they dropped it. I don't know where it's at. I think you gotta listen, go on YouTube to listen to it. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure it's fire. Like majority of their work is. Um, by the way, all this stuff that's happening today in terms of transfer portal. Somebody Zay just sent us a tweet from oh about three minutes ago at Xavier Worthy. It says the calm before the storm. That's it. By the way, let me just say, I've said from the very beginning, from for years now, I'm one of the few media members that will say this out loud, I love when the kids put on a show. I really do. <laughs> I love the shell game. I love the hat game. I love changing shirts. I love all that stuff around recruiting. And I'm all for weird, cryptic stuff like this around these decisions. Bravo. Do what you need to do because you don't always have control. But starting Monday, they give you this weird control. Go ahead, X-Man, whatever you need to do. Maybe Monday he'll say, I like that burn orange. I'm going to keep it on. Or maybe Monday he'll say, I'm out. But he's going to take advantage of uh, his his spot right now because he knows we care. Yeah, and I don't like that Xavier Worthy's doing it, but I do respect anybody having the ability to put their name out there and yeah. to see Who's going to take a look at them? Again, get wine and dine if you need to. Now, hopefully for Longhorn fans' sake, for Xavier Worthy, hopefully he's talking about the recruiting process for him because we know he likes to go and recruit other guys to get them to come to the 48ers. There you so go. Hopefully he knows something has been talking to guys all year because these guys talk. They've been together at uh, uh, these camps when they're in high school and whatnot, so they all have each other's phone number. It's easy to get in contact with guys mm-hmm. through the social media and whatnot. So I, so I bet Xavier Wordy, if yeah. he's going to stick around, which I feel like he is, he's going to do some recruiting himself yeah. and try to pull guys via transfer portal and see some of these Power 5 guys like a Evan Stewart. There you who go. might uh-huh. be a little disgruntled where they're at now. See if they want to 
Take a look at the 40 acres that come down the University of Texas. It's an interesting point around this region, around this country. There are plenty of talented offensive players that Xavier Worthy might be a part of bringing to Texas. Look at it that way, Longhorn fans. We'll keep our eyes peeled on that. If you're just tuning in today, uh, it has been reported by the guys themselves that they are planning to head to the portal. Guys like Hudson Card, guys like Troy O'Meary, and guys like Andre Karich have said they plan to go into the portal. Now, let's also remember, even though Monday starts the portal, once you're in... They can also bring you back out. Yeah. They can talk you back out of it. That might have been Tom Herman's greatest skill. I don't know what Tom Herman said to guys in the portal, Zay, but man, he talked a lot of dudes out of that portal. Once they were in, he could talk them back into burn orange like nobody else. Yeah, and IL wasn't clicking back then, so I think Tom, he had a little bit of an advantage uh-huh. that he does not now. That's true. So if NIL was around back then when Tom was doing all that convincing and stuff, would it have been the same? I don't think so. Yeah, this is uh, it is a fascinating time in college football because lots of, like you said, you don't really get to figure out what everybody else might offer until you get into that portal. And then, let's face it, the original school, Texas, wherever you are, Bama, Auburn, Georgia, wherever you are, they get a chance then to kind of re-recruit, reset, and say, oh, no, no, did we not mention that we have this NIL opportunity? Let's talk about that. So it's official on Monday, uh, and again, just a cryptic tweet right now from Xavier Worthy, nothing uh, nothing declarative for him on what he's planning to do. Uh, maybe we get that one on Monday. All right, uh, let's get into why today matters. It's November 29th. Dion may have a new job, and we got a big birthday to hit. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. We actually have a few birthdays to hit, but before we do that, Zay, give me your thoughts on Dion Sanders. He has said that Colorado contacted him. He said other schools have shown interest. I saw a report that South Florida would love for Dion Sanders to throw on that Bulls logo and head on down their way. Do you think Dion's going to stick at Jackson State, or do you think we're about to see the move up? Um, I think he's going to, just like these guys in NIL, I think he's going to keep on getting wine and dine and see what happens with these jobs whenever official Black Monday comes. I mean, there's right. a lot of movement with college football. I think Deion Sanders is smart enough to know there's going to be more opportunities for some maybe bigger spots that he'll like to take a look at. I mean, if he really wants to coach, which it looks like he does, he's done a pretty good job at Jackson State and just by getting you know the black college movement out there. We see the four-letter network. They're there all the time showing their love, and Deion, he's a big part of that, you know, getting big-time recruits like that cornerback that was top five in the nation, getting him to go to Jackson State. His son was a big-time recruit. He's there. So I think Deion Sanders is really good of bringing a certain culture that a lot of these young kids gravitate to, and he understands, you know, this was a guy that was making his commitments in the hot tub wearing eight <laughs> chains or whatnot. Like, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's Deion Sanders. It's prime time. So if he doesn't, if he's bringing the actual X's and O's to the table with his coaching, how would you not want to play for somebody like that? Did you see the quote where he told talked to the media about just the whole situation? Not what he's saying. Dude, this is priceless, Deion. I love him so much. Here's the quote. He was asked about... You know, the, is, is it going to be a possible distraction, the fact that Colorado offered? Remember, they got a championship game coming up. For those that don't know it, the SWAC title game is this weekend. Okay. They play Southern, if I'm not mistaken, in that game. <laughs> Dion said, quote, to someone else that hasn't been that dude, 
It's intoxicating. I've been primed for a long time, dog. Attention ain't nothing new to me. Like, come on. I'm not being braggadocious. That's a wonderful word, isn't it? I just came up with that. But this isn't new to me. Being in the spotlight isn't new to me. So not only did he just say all that, he's now claiming to have invented the word braggadocious. I think it's already a word. I feel like people have said that before. Prime, but I'll let you claim it if you want. That is one of the greatest things I've ever heard a coach say to a media member. I've been prime for a long time, dog. <laughs> so <laughs> The man's but, confident. And, but he's also right, and if I'm a Jackson State fan, the thing I like about Dion so far, Zay, is the honesty. That man has not led them astray. He's not led them down some weird path. He's not lied to them. Every time it comes up, it's like, wouldn't I be a fool not to be in, not to talk to certain people? Yeah, of course. I'm, yeah, I'm going to talk to him. Just like I'm going to tell all my kids to take all, all the opportunities. And He's been very forthright about all that. Apparently the talks with Auburn did not go the way he wanted them to go. And I don't know what the talks with Colorado would be like. I feel like that South Florida thing feels like it's a, a little more his path because of the Florida connection. Well, Dion needs control. That, yes. That's for sure. He ain't, if he doesn't have the control that he feels that he deserves slash needs, which Auburn definitely ain't going to give that no. to him. No, no, they had no. That was, but that had no chance of happening. But the thing I keep thinking of is what happens when Dion's bravado, when Dion's confidence, when Dion's substance. Because I feel like the, he's shown us there's football substance there. Right? They're 10 and 2 this year. They're playing for a conference title. When all of that gets supported by like big money donors, with all due respect to Jackson State, big money donors, what could it become? Right. That's what I keep thinking. And then what's the spot? It didn't quite feel like Colorado when I heard it, but that no. place had some swagger back in the day. It was a long time ago, but late 80s and early 90s, there was some swagger out in Colorado. Yeah, when Cordell Stewart was throwing Hail Marys and whatnot, they Heck had that yeah. swag out there. Stewart and Michael Westbrook and those – there was some team. Rashawn Salam, Texas fans don't have to be told that name. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, there, there was some swag out there. <laughs> I, Yo, but I don't know if Dion – We might have gave Salam the Heisman. <laughs> not might have. Not might have. I think they did. Do you remember Bucky's story about Salam? That's one of my favorite stories ever, that Bucky Godbolt, running backs coach at the time, he walks out on the field the next time they practiced, and Bucky started at one goal line and ran to the other goal line, turned around, did it again, turned around, did it again, and then walked back to the team and said, man, that was 300 yards. We almost <laughs> let that dude run that far on us, and the, oh, de- and the defensive guys couldn't say a word. Yeah. Couldn't say anything. So he's the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, what do you want us to do? I don't know if that's where it is for uh, for Dion, but we'll see. I'm 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 interested in where he ends up. And man, if Jackson State could keep him around another year or so, that would be a huge moment for them too. Uh, a couple of quick birthdays, Zay. Since we both like the movie, our man from Tokyo Drift is 40 today. Lucas Black is his name. I never that's knew the character. Yeah, I never knew the actor's name. Yeah, I see him on uh, CBS, NCIS, what New Orleans. I don't know which one he's on. He's on one of those CSI shows. Oh, is he? Shows. Okay. Yeah, he's doing a good job. He, you know, he did a decent job at uh, Friday Night Lights, too. Yeah, and he is a true child of the South now. He's born in Alabama. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's got that country twang. Got that country, yeah. Born in Alabama. I loved him in Sling Blade. First thing I ever saw him in as a kid. And then he was great in Tokyo Drift. Happy birthday to Lucas. Happy birthday to the great, unfortunately, we have to say the late great Chadwick Bozeman would have been 46 years old today, died in 2020, and if you've seen the second Black Panther movie, you can just feel them trying to chase his ghost the whole 
movie. Such a tough movie to make. Uh, they did as I think they did as good a job as they could have pulled off, but such a loss um, to, for him for not only that movie but the other stuff that he did. He was incredible. Uh, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Would have been forty six years old today. And on the sports front, we've been talking about guys transferring. Russell Wilson is thirty four today. He was one of those kind of first wave guys on the transfer. Remember both schools. North Carolina State, Wisconsin. Very good, yes, and in that order. Very good. Ended up at Wisconsin after the grad transfer. And then Stefan Diggs is 29 years old today. What a stud he is right now in the NFL. Stefan Diggs, old school? Ooh, that's a tough one. This is a good one because he didn't go to a school that's much of anything, no. but now he's a legit badass. So it's one of those you just kind of – it's kind of got to lock in on. Little bro went to Alabama, but I don't know where he went. It's Big Ten. Big Ten, but just barely. It's not exactly a Big Ten power, but it is Big Ten. I don't want to. It can't be Northwestern. No, he wore a really weird helmet with a flag on it. Maryland. Very good. Oh, Maryland. Wow, that is where Stefan Diggs went to school. All right, they still they can find you. I'm telling you. Just ask him, just ask Khalil Mack, just ask all those guys. Yeah. Josh Allen, wherever you go, his quarterback's a great story. Yeah. Went to Wyoming and they found him out there. Oh, look how much bread Tony Romo's making. You think when he was playing Ooh, D2 yeah, yeah. college ball, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to be a crazy billionaire, kind of the face of the commentary world it's in true. the NFL. Yeah, that's it's crazy, those guys, man, that just low Division two mid-majors. That's and it. You're right. They'll find you. Romo's Eastern Illinois, right? I think that's what it was. Illinois, yeah. Eastern Illinois, yeah. Also, Sean Payton, Eastern Illinois. Uh, they, he broke Sean Payton's quarterback records, I think, when he was there. All right, so there's November 29th and why it matters to us. We'll get you some stems and seeds, including these transfer portal uh, declarations for Texas players today, and we'll get you an update on the U.S. national team. They've got a lead. We are into the latter parts of the game. We'll get you one more update before we get out of here. This is the Horn. Children. of good-looking women, this is one of them, and also very talented, J-Lo, to finish it off, back with back with Ben Affleck. Yo, this video had been in it. He's like slapping her booty on the really? yacht and stuff. Yeah. Dude, there are two guys, think about this, two guys in our lifetime that have managed to go in this weird full circle thing and end up back with... What I would consider an attractive woman, I know everybody would with J-Lo. Some don't with Mila Kunis, but think about Ashton Kutcher and Ben Affleck. They both just went on these weird paths. and around. One of them ended up with Demi Moore for a while. Ben ends up with, I'm sure, all kinds of things, I, all kinds of people I can't even name. And then ends up back with J-Lo. And Kutcher ends up back with Mila Kunis. That's crazy. Yo, Ashton Kutcher, he was real player with it. Like, he was with Demi Moore. Right. Going to the kids' recitals, Bruce Willis' kids' uh, uh, recitals yeah. and theater days and yes. whatnot. And yes, yeah, he, he was. was really putting in that work. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> I respect that. We're, speaking of respect, what's the respect level for Jennifer Lopez as a musician for you? Um, She has respect, yeah. Okay. A lot of respect. It, 
you know, she got songs with Styles P and Jada Kiss and Ja Rule and stuff. She's, so. a, she's got respect in the industry, you think? Oh, big time yeah. respect. Okay. Now, I think she did Diddy wrong when they broke up. No. I mean, you should have known that getting with Diddy, life was going to get a little bit gangsta and there <laughs> might be some shootouts and whatnot. You knew what you got into. Wow. Don't act shock and leave. When things get real. There might be some shootouts. <laughs> like, like, you know, and then she did A-Rod wrong. I feel like she's marrying a, a sheriff in the Old West. Yeah, like, I think she realized that A-Rod is never going to get to the Hall of Fame. And she oh, said, there's on. probably better out here for me. I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. Dang. So she ends up with Affleck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll probably get into the movie Hall of Fame, or at least he has his own little the movie Hall of Fame, little star uh-huh. in L.A. You know that Hollywood star? He probably has oh, one. Oh, well, come on! A lot of people have the Walk of Fame star. She's not interested in just that, is she? I don't know. When she went, she goes through him. Was she the one that was with Mark Anthony for a while too? Yeah, that was Jerry, got right? kids with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they had kids together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a whole yeah. other level. All right. So we had J Lo. Little black star, I was able to identify the Talib Kweli. They did help me by saying Kweli in the song. Cool and the gang, Metallica, Taylor Dane, and the Eagles all on the show today. All right, stems and seeds. Congrats to, uh, brought to you by AV Consultations, avconsultations.com, 255-8678. Congrats to Bijan Robinson. He is a finalist for the Doak Walker Award. No big shock there. Michigan's Blake Corum and Illinois' Chase Brown are the guys. Does Bijan get that win, or do you think Corum gets it because Michigan's a little little better right now. I think Bijan gets it. I mean, Corum has 247 carries to Bijan's 258, but Bijan has 1,580 yards where Corum only has 1,463. Now, he didn't play in that game against Ohio State, so I don't know if they'll take that into account, but yeah, I think Bijan did a little more for his team, which right. wasn't as good as Michigan. By the way, we're in extra time here. It is uh, nine minutes of stoppage time. U.S. up 1-0, and they are trying to hang on. Remember, they got to have a win. If Iran gets, uh, sorry, Iran gets a tying goal here, the U.S. will not advance into the knockout round. 1-0 right now. England wins it 3-0. They're definitely advancing. Senegal advanced earlier 2-1 over Ecuador, and the Netherlands is advancing. They beat Qatar, the host country, 2-0 earlier. And if you're just jumping in, we've got transfer portal declarations today. Can't happen till Monday uh, to get into the transfer portal, but as of today, these Texas Longhorn football players say they're going into the transfer portal. Hudson Card, Troy O'Meary, Andre Karich, and you got guys, uh, you got Prince Dorba, you got Derek Harris, you got Jameer Johnson, you got J.D. Coffey as well. I think I covered them all. Remember, it can't be official till Monday. And once they get in the portal on Monday, they could always come back out. They could be talked back out of it. But like Zay is saying, they can also kind of play the field in a way, see what other schools have, talk to others. You can't officially talk to other schools till you end up in the portal. So that can happen on Monday. All right, Ball Don't Lie coming up with Rod and Harge. We've got uh, the Longhorn Weekly with Coach Beard getting you ready for the Creighton game coming up at 7. Live from Pluckers, campus location. Go check them out. Under the lights for you high school football fans is tonight at 8. Just keep it right here on the horn. See ya! Thank you.